How we doing, everybody? Deep Shot Podcast here. Today's episode, Caleb Spears with me as always to talk about what's going on in the NFL. Yeah, we talked to Carson Wentz trade. We had the details a little confused at first, but we we figured out what we were saying wrong, so don't worry. Um, and Chase Cochran, Overtime Chase is with me today to talk about Duke basketball, Zion, LaMelo, what's going on in the NBA, and a few other things. Thanks for listening. Let's get it. Caleb's here with me. Big show today. Um, starting off, got to talk football. Um, the biggest news is Carson Wentz. Uh, well, this, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's the biggest news. Yeah, Carson Wentz has been traded to the Colts. Um, and look, it's obvious that we knew the quarterback drama was going down. You know, it's it's going to be the one of the craziest off seasons. Stafford's gone. We've talked about that. JJ Watt, um, he's released, and you know it's not quarterback, but basically big stars are moving. Now Carson Wentz is on the move. He's going to Indianapolis for a first and third round. Was it? I think so. First and a third round pick. Um, to think about a guy that was like MVP. In the running for MVP the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl and he got hurt. To now like being traded away for a, f- a first and third round pick, which realistically, what that go that the Colts first round pick is like the, what the twentieth or twenty first pick, so like a mid like a mid to late draft pick and a third round pick, like that's pretty nuts. Um, and Indianapolis is still in. Great shape now, but for the Eagles, spot Eagles part, win or lose, Caleb, did they win or lose? Um, I think the Eagles lost. They've been they've lost since the last like the last year. All right, because they fired the coach that won them a Super Bowl, the coach of Super Bowl, and they get rid of them because their team folds and their quarterback doesn't pan out, and now they're trading away they guy that they just paid a shit ton of money to. And let's not forget now, when you trade guys that have that big of a cap hit, you still they don't just trade away every last bit of that cap hit. Like they're still going to have like probably twenty, thirty million dollars in dead money, just like the Rams have twenty five million dollars in dead money for Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say they lost because um, now they have to turn to Jalen Hurts and give him the keys of the franchise, and that alone is scary. So do the Eagles? <clears throat> so the Eagles? Yeah, I would agree they lost. Because it, you really lose once you bank on this one guy. You give him shit tons of money, and yep. and you've got to trade him like that quickly. Because well, be, and what's so funny is because somebody Welch was drafted last year. Okay, bunch of parts. One, Carson Wentz was bad this year. Two, you had Jalen Hurts, and it was too big of a name to not give a chance to. And so he gets a chance. He gets better. Um, then your coach, then you fire your coach. I don't know how much Doug Peterson had in the, uh, the idea of drafting Jalen Hurts, but I would assume some of it. And, um, yeah. So now the, pretty much everyone who got you that quarterback and then got you this new quarterback is like gone. So 
you've really lost all out, and all you have to show for it is you got like the twentieth pick in the draft, you know, to go along with your what sixth pick in the draft. So definitely lost. <clears throat> but do you think so? Now the question is: Are the Eagles stupid enough to keep it going? Are the Eagles stupid enough to draft a quarterback in the first round in this stacked quarterback draft? Do you think they're stupid enough? Um, or are they, they smart could... enough? I mean, who knows? Yeah, that's the question. Is this, Would it be a dumb idea or a good idea to do that? To me, I don't know. Uh, if you do that, if you draft another quarterback, that would be two straight QBs. Well, that'd be three QBs in the last three years that they've severed a, a good relationship with. First was Foles, and they brought that upon themselves. And then it was Wentz. And then now it's going to be Jalen Hurts. So uh, I think they sh- they should definitely consider it because I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be the future. But, it, I mean, you know, it, Nick Sirianni is going to live and die on Jalen Hurts. Like, that's his job. And if he yeah. fails, then he's going to get fired. If he succeeds, he might stick around a little bit longer than Doug Peterson did. But they definitely need to consider it. The Eagles are thin at so many different positions, though. They need to they need to address the roster. Yeah, well, better than what they got going on. Well, let's think. Did the Eagles? So the Eagles still have the GM that drafted Jalen Hurts. I'm assuming yeah. they, they didn't fire their GM. Well, yeah. their GM. I think people re- don't. They're failing to realize that the Eagles' GM is bad. Like because the fact that Justin Jefferson was sitting on a board, and I specifically remember being yeah, he like took oh, Rager. Right yeah, and I specifically remember putting a bet down that the Eagles were going to draft like a live bet that, that during the draft, you know, because COVID and you couldn't bet on anything, so you're just betting on the draft. And yeah. I remember making a live bet, like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, they're going to take Justin Jefferson. And then they take Jalen Rager, like some guy I had never fucking heard of. Like, this guy, the guy that goes before Justin Jefferson and, like, Brandon Ayuk and all these people. So I don't, I don't know. It did whatever the Eagles do. If it blows up in their face, I'm not going to be surprised because it doesn't seem. And then you know, so they did that. They draft that wide receiver, and then they draft Jalen Hurts. So who knows? Right. Um, on the Let's Colts, clarify, Let's clarify this real quick, though. So the trade was not. They don't get a first this year. They have a conditional second for next year. They get a third this year. That's all they got back. And then they get a conditional second next year that can turn into a first if. Carson Wentz plays like 70% of the snaps next year for the uh, Colts. Really? So no first-round pick? Nothing. It's it's a conditional second. So if he folds in Indianapolis and they want to get rid of him, they only get a second-round pick next year. Um, but if it works out, then they get a first-round pick. Damn. Well, I sound like an idiot, but a third, yeah, okay, a third-round pick in a conditional yeah. second-round pick. But, I mean, we still said they were the losers in this trade. Yeah, they're so definitely they're still, the losers after that. So now that. they're the mega losers. You don't even have yeah, to, absolutely. They don't even have the 20th pick. Wow. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Big well, losers. We'll see how that goes. Um, wow. Okay, so for the Colts, though, the Colts getting Carson Wentz. I think uh, that's pretty huge, man. That's, that's pretty, pretty huge. Uh, the Colts, um, I've got this. They still are in the top of the NFL in salary cap space. They still have plenty of money. Are the Colts? I feel like if J.J. Watt and the Texans weren't in the same division as the Colts, they could be like a big suitor for him. I feel like he wouldn't do that to Houston, though. 
And like the Colts have a lot of money here. And really what they got to do, what they need to do is on the Colts. Here's what I would do because you're basically like two positions away from being a Super Bowl team. All right. So you got the quarterback. You hope that pans out, right? If I'm the, if I'm the Indianapolis Colts, I'm going after Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin or Juju Smith-Schuster, one of those yes. big names, one of the yep. big wide receivers out there in free agency because T.Y. Hilton's not doing nothing. Pittman's okay. Um, I can't even – T.Y. Hilton's a free agent too, so there's that. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah, I mean, so I'm Colts, I think receiver's big on it. Maybe you can draft somebody because you still have a first-round pick. Um what are you thinking? That? What are you What are you thinking? This means for the Colts? Um, definitely, they got to spend money on stuff like that. Um, they're pretty good on defense. I wouldn't mind a JJ Watt and get rid of Justin Houston's old ass and bring him in instead. Then you'd have a two beast. If JJ Watt can stay freaking healthy for once, you have two beasts on that D line between DeForest Buckner and um, JJ Watt. A lot of people, including myself, are timid by paying receivers big money and. To me, honestly, like the only receiver that I would really, really want to pay a lot of money to in this year's class would be Allen Robinson. Chris Godwin dropped way too many balls in the postseason. That's disgusting. I don't want a part of that. And the receivers in this class are not bad. So they can still look at it with their first-round pick. They don't really have any other holes other than Costanzo retiring at left tackle. So they need to get another O-lineman somehow or another. Uh, But – I would definitely see they got to address wide receiver position. Everybody can agree on that. They got to do something because when Wentz was good under Frank Reich in Philly, they had three or four really good options at receiver between Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Zach Ertz, Aguilar when he was actually pretty decent. Um, So they need to put a little bit of a team around them and make sure they can establish run game too. So that's why the lineman spot would be huge. Is Carson Wentz like real? What if Carson Wentz just realistically just sucks? <laughs> you know, what if he just realistically just sucks and like you yeah. know, there's just there's just nothing helping him. There, that there's a case to be made for that. I mean, we've seen that when he's had help, though, he's decent. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. but 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 but. <laughs> Okay, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl MVP with that team, and he's been pedestrian ever since he was there. And he was pedestrian before that, other than the one season he had with Chip Kelly. Um, I think a good team can mask a bad quarterback to a good good extent. Like when Jacksonville made it to the AFC Championship a couple couple years back with Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Um, did you see the stat that's like from now or now every quarterback – from 2009 to 2016, that was drafted. Oh, yeah, they're on different teams. They're all on different yeah. teams. I think it's every first-round quarterback. I don't know if it's every quarterback. Yeah, it was so. every first-round QB. Every first-round QB, like, you know, Stafford and Wentz, I guess, were the last two. Or and Goff, yeah. And so all three of them changed yep. up, which yep. is pretty nuts. Um, well, if you look at that list, like, a lot of those guys are not even in the league anymore. Like, oh, Pax, yeah. no. Pax and Lynch. Pax, that's Pax exactly Lynch. what I was thinking of. Pax and Lynch. Fucking, oh, uh, what a flop. Some of the names, know, though. You know, some of the names flop. made sense, though. Like, Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. obviously, on different teams. Yeah. And, I don't know. It's hard to th- Johnny Menzel, obviously, not in the league. Some names like that. But Brandon E.J. Manuel. E.J. Manuel, though, was somebody. Yeah, Christian Ponder. Which, by the way, E.J. Manuel was, like, the only quarterback drafted in the first round when he was drafted, which is pretty nuts. Um, But 
we'll see how that goes. Carson Wentz, I guess. I mean, that's just another move in this wild free or wild, yeah, wild offseason um, in the NFL we have so far. Um, new report, though. I don't know if you've read this. Apparently, the Panthers are moving in for Deshaun. Apparently, they've they they just cut like three players to clear up cap space. So I think they've got like a, now like thirty million, thirty something million um, in cap to give Deshaun Watson. I don't know if the trade is including uh, McCaffrey. I would. That's what I saw. That's what I, I saw. I saw that they were willing to trade him. See, I don't know. You know, like I don't. I don't know if that's I'm, a bit extreme. That's a bit extreme. Like I guess realistically, like they did play last season without him, and Mike Davis was, you know, proved to be good enough. But like I feel like, you know, you need to pump the brakes and realize, like, uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey is like a top five NFL player when he's on the field. Like when we, yeah. I think that. Um, yeah. Here's a problem though. Now, like, if you trade him, if you're Carolina, right? I mean, if you're gonna go get somebody, he's literally the only person on that team that is is worth trading for outside of like DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. Like, on the the rest of that team, I can't think of one person off the top of my head that'd be like, oh yeah, that'd be a good person to trade, especially yeah. for Deshaun Watson. And they don't want to trade away, you know, three or four first rounders, which they're probably gonna have to do anyways. Yeah, so maybe that you think that's what it is. Like they're they're thinking maybe if we just give them McCaffrey, then we don't have to give them anything else. I know but like I just still have to give them something else. But I think that that would cut out, you know, say two first round picks or something like that. You know, yeah, so like, like, a pick, like yeah, a pick it, and Deshaun or a pick and McCaffrey. It like, that's it's the not best well, running back in the league. Like yeah, well, and healthy. you just paid him. You just yeah. paid him. See, okay, so let's say, but let's hypothetically say that you can make this trade somehow and keep McCaffrey and you get to Sean Watson, which means you're probably not going to have a first round pick for the next four years. Nope, and um, you don't have any any help on defense after they just cut all those guys. It's going to be a it's going to be a tight squeeze no matter what, however they want to do it, because Carolina doesn't have that many resources on that team. I guess the reason why they want to trade McCaffrey is because they know Mike Davis can play. I, I, that makes it only much sense to me i mean they figured out first year coaches that hey we don't need this guy mm-hmm. i feel like um if they do make this trade obviously you you would trade bridgewater and mccaffrey there's no way yeah you absolutely yeah um for sure but bridgewater definitely seems like a like a, the quarterback that needs to be in houston right now like if you could think of like any quarterback that like just needs to be in, needs to be the guy in houston right now because obviously yeah, it either be him or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, or like Sam Darnold. You know, like yeah, those quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, those guys make sense. Like this team isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And like you know, that QB could just you know be riding the wave of whatever and getting paid. Um, but the Panthers potentially getting Deshaun Watson and Christian McCaffrey on the same team, even though it seems very far fetched, is very like. Okay, uh, what the fuck is going on in the NFC South? We just had Tom Brady win a Super Bowl in the NFC yeah. South. Um, while the Falcons have been crumbling for a long time, and now all of a sudden we're going to bring Deshaun Watson into the division? Like, I can't take I can't take that, okay? We're finally getting Drew Brees out, and now we're just going to bring another fucking superstar in the, league, in the division? A little too much for me as a Falcons fan, Caleb. I'm not going to lie to you. 
a little too much for me. Yeah, it's going to be a rough sledding here. You know, Matt Ryan's kind of getting old, and they're bringing in the new fresh. I mean, Deshaun Watson's probably going to win MVP in the next four or five years, so good luck with that one, buddy. I can't believe New Orleans didn't make a play for Deshaun Watson, honestly. Like, they, they have the resources to go get the guy, mm-hmm. and they didn't. So, Teddy, I just read this. Teddy Bridgewater did unfollow the Panthers on social media. Ooh. Ooh. They know Damn. what's going on. Damn. I didn't for once think up. the Panthers were going to be players in this in this deck of Deshaun Watson. Like, damn, that's scary to think about. I do not – I could not deal with having Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson in my division. Yeah. Well, this – the whole roller coaster of this whole thing has been crazy, though, because, like, when the first rumors came out that he wanted to be traded, everybody thought of, you know, the couple core teams, the Colts, right, the 49ers. Nobody thought of the Panthers or the Jets, and then it comes out the Jets are his number one option. What the hell is that about? Mm-hmm. And now we're now the Panthers have cut everybody on their defense that is overpaid and old, and now they're getting ready to gear up for this trade. This thing, what? This is a, yeah. This is crazy. It is truly nuts. What's going on? All right, last thing. Um, we just talked about it before the show. There's a video of it came out today. Some kid, some high school kid, heckling Cam Newton. And I just wanted to, you know, talk about this for a second. Um, it's like the video is uh, Cam's, like, at this high school camp, I guess. It's seven on seven. He's running the camp. It's his camp. Oh, it's his camp. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I knew he had a team because I saw the team's, like, na- jerseys with the weird font lettering mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so this kid's – what he's saying, like, you're a free agent. You're a free agent. Like – and Cam starts talking to him, and, like, I, I I don't know people, you know, I don't know these people, but what the fuck, like, what, like, look, I get it, Cam Newton is not, you know, Cam Newton anymore, but, like, imagine, imagine just seeing him in person, like, 10 feet away from you, and you just have the, first of all, you have, one, the nuts, two, the, what's the word, the arrogance arrogance yeah the arrogance to call him out and just be like you're a free agent like you're sorry like blah blah and then there's another video cam newton post where he's like trying to talk to him and be like what do you do for your team like what do you do and he's and the kid's like you'll see like you'll see like and he's like and then the coach has to come and apologize like what the fuck like what the fuck are you doing talking to cam newton like that like what Cam Newton is still an MVP and still a professional football player. And it probably still probably better than at least he's not the worst quarterback in the league, you know, not, like, not even close. Not even so close. I don't know, man, that kid was some arrogant stuff. I just needed to, I needed to defend Cam. Newton. I don't defend Cam Newton that much. And I actually did make fun of him a lot last year when he wasn't getting signed, but to just like talk shit to him blatantly to his face. Like I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> no shot. Listen, this guy. Uh, this this really teed me up when I first saw it. Okay, because you got a guy that's hosting you at a camp so that you can show yourself off to scouts and hopefully get to his point. You're going to talk shit to a guy who has got it out in the mud, has won a freaking Heisman, and most people can just. I, I mean, I don't know how you feel. Cam Newton at Auburn was probably the best football player 
I've ever seen. Yeah. Him and him and Joe Burrow are one two in my book as players in college football that I've seen play. And Tim Tebow, let's throw him yep. in there too. I was gonna I was gonna give Tebow the credit. Yeah. Yep. So those three are the three greatest quarterbacks we've probably seen. Okay. And you're gonna ridicule him because he's a free agent? Let me tell you something. That motherfucker got left out to nowhere. He gave his body up for Carolina for years. Got them to a Super Bowl to the top of the mountain just for them to lay a dud for him, okay? And he won an MVP in that same year. He's a millionaire. And he said in the video, I'm rich. I'm rich. And he's he's completely right. He didn't even have to entertain that kid. That kid is so disrespectful. I hope his parents hear every last word everybody is going to say about him. Yeah. I hope somebody jumps his ass on the street. I'm going to be honest with you. And <laughs> Cam, Cam should have busted him right then and there. just punched him right in the chest because – you have no business, number one, talking to a grown man like that when you were a kid. <laughs> and two, you're at Cam Newton's football camp playing against Cam Newton's team, who is a Heisman Trophy winner, MVP, a Super Bowl appearance under his belt. And you're, the talk of a free agent, that kid obviously doesn't watch football because yeah. if you do, you know that he was not the problem in New England this year. Not even close. If anything, he was the entire offense for that team this yeah. year. They did nothing but run the ball. Nothing. It was all quarterback power, run the ball. And when they had a chance to throw it, his receivers are horrible and they couldn't get open or they were yeah. hurt. And then they would drop balls and stuff like that, too. He was not the issue. If you give Cam Newton some weapons, I'd be nervous. He's yeah. still a threat. Yeah, it's it, that was crazy. That was one of the like seriously one of the most arrogant things I've seen. But he's not even he probably isn't even ranked, dude. He probably didn't have an offer. <laughs> That's the bad part about it. He probably has Bro, no yeah. scholarship offers nothing. I know. When Cam Newton said, What do you do for your team? And he's like, You'll see. It's like, oh, so you just yeah, you don't, okay, you don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you on the bench. I, I, I mean, I'm sure the kid probably starts or something like that, because you're not arrogant for no reason, but you ain't got no reason to talk to somebody that could be served as your mentor or something like that, who has yeah. been there and done that. Well, yeah. Well, also yeah. that kid's that kid's definitely like the kid's on camera now saying that. You know, but yeah. Like, every he's he's caught in 4K. It's over. Yeah. Then. Yeah. The col any college is gonna be like. So you this is you. <laughs> this is how you treat elders and yeah. The coach from a coaching perspective, right? If I'm the coach of that kid, that's disgusting. Are you gonna talk to me like that? Are you yeah. just going to go talk to anybody in Walmart like that? You're going to see grandma in the store and you're going to tell her, hey, you're a bitch. You're old as fuck. You ain't worth shit. <laughs> what? Come on. Damn. Yep. Well, that's how that's how it goes nowadays. 2021. Yeah, I guess. Deep Shot Podcast. One of my great friends, Chase Cochran's here with me. How you doing, Chase? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good, man. It is good to have you on. Had Chase on way back in the day when I was doing puzzle podcasts. Great, he had a lot of lot of love there. Got a lot of views on that one. Hoping to get a lot of views because people need to hear Chase. Great opinions. Um, people know you better. Some people know you better as Overtime Chase. I had an Overtime Gary stint, but you know you've been running Overtime Chase for a long time. Um, how's that going? Well, I mean, who's the who's the big star of Overtime nowadays? I mean, there's a lot of stars. Um, I'd probably have to go with my boy Scooter from Kel. Have you seen Scooter, Gary? Yep, I filmed the Scooter last year once. He's really got the, he's got the sauce. Yeah, no, he, uh, they beat Wheeler the other day, right? Mm-hmm, and double overtime for mm -hmm. the region championship. 
Dang. So is he is he just is he the top guy for OT right now? I would and I mean I wouldn't say he's the top guy. There's a lot of top guys. Yeah. Um, Mikey's been having a good year in Charlotte. I think I like Mikey a lot. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of guys we follow. I feel like that's that's the great thing about every time we follow. Like a lot, a lot of people we post, but a lot, a lot of players. Yep. Well, you know. One of one of the first questions I wanted to ask you because Lamelo doesn't get love just from ESPN and every other. He gets love a lot of love from overtime, all right. And back in the day when Zion was coming through, he was getting a lot of love. Compare it for me real quick. Who do you think gets more love? Z- who do you think got more love, Zion back in the day or Lamelo like right now? Um, I would probably go with. I don't know, man. They both, got, both get a lot of love from every time. I think Zion gets a lot of love. He was, Zion's been really going off. Well, that one's been going off. Yeah. They've been both going off. I don't know, Gary. How do you feel about them, too? Well, I was on the LaMelo hate train early, and I think you knew that. I think uh, I, I've, I, I was on the LaMelo hate train early, but I'm kind of just, you know, adjusting to it. But it's also the rookie year. You know, who knows? I've always been a big Zion fan. Always. Like, first game Zion played – I specifically remember watching him drain like four threes in a row. Like that was awesome. I'm, I'm more. I would say I'm more of a Zion fan. What about you? I don't know. I think they're both fun to watch. I like how Zion like Gimler is just like a pogo stick. He just flies up there and dunks. And I think Lamelo really can uh, distribute the ball. He's an all around player. Lamelo's. I think Lamelo's going to be maybe rookie of the year. Is Lamelo going to be better than Lonzo? Um, I don't know if I'd say better. I think. Do you think Lonzo's gonna get traded, Gary? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really see the need to. Like, I don't think at this point of Lonzo's career, like people are just chomping at the bit to trade for him anyway. And like, what's the point? Like, who who the heck do the Pelicans have at like point guard? Like, really? Like, who do the Pelicans have besides Lonzo, Zion, and Brandon Ingram? Like, well, I mean. I mean, that's a solid three. J.J. Redick? Yeah, but J.J. Redick's getting old, man. He's He ain't got it like he used to. I love J.J. Redick, man. Yeah. yeah, I love the sleeve. Yeah, I, he sleeves hard. He has a few podcasts. His podcast is good, Gary. Yeah, he, he does. does he does have a few podcasts. He, uh, he's on my 2K fan. He's got some good guests. He's on my 2K fantasy team. Why? 2K <laughs> fantasy? 2K, like, uh, like, you know, you did the My League or My, my Team or whatever. He's on my team. I like JJ. I don't do much. I did fantasy football this year. I can't remember. Really? I won. I won. I won my fantasy football league. Good for you. Some cash. Yep. Uh, Some big cash. Well, not big cash. You know, just triple digits. But uh, okay. So next thing I want to talk to you about. Big Duke fan, right? Yes, big Duke fan. Okay. Well, they were they. Before, like, pretty much the past three or four games, it had been a pretty rough season so far for Duke. And then, what's his name? Jalen Johnson or whatever. Yeah. He bails, he, out. he bails out. You know, I don't really care. He gets hurt a lot, though. He's been getting hurt a lot. I think he's been hurt for, like, the last two years. And Ooh. I feel like, to be completely honest, like, the way the season was going, I don't know if it was worth him continuing to play. But, like, I mean, I see why he, like, decided not to play. I mean, it makes sense. Like, I get it. It does suck, though, because he's, like, one of their best players. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really, you know, disagree or agree with like him sitting out. Like, I guess, like in this point, because the thing is, Duke as a program, like, and Coach K and everybody, like, they've already been like real iffy about this season. Like, they canceled like all their non-conference games, like a few games in. Like, I don't know. The it, girls team canceled all their games. Really? So the Duke Duke girls team isn't even playing. No, they're not playing. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like him, him opting out. It's whatever. Like it didn't. And it, you're right. It didn't look like it didn't look good for Duke going forward. But they've won four games in a row. They won tonight against Syracuse. Um. Are, are, do you, they've been balling, bro. Do, are they going to make a late run? Like, is that what's going to happen? Because the records are real weird now for like the tournament this year. And Duke just has that, you know, history. Like, even without, you think they need an ACC championship, or you think they could be good without it? I mean, if they went out, like what they play, I think they play Tech, they play UNC again for sure, and they play Louisville. I mean, if they went out the next three games, I don't see why they wouldn't make and make a good run in the ACC tournament. I don't see why they wouldn't make it. Yeah, because I mean, like Virginia Tech's eight and three. Duke's nine. I don't know. It, this this records are weird. Yeah, the records are super weird this year. Like with COVID, like I don't know. I feel like a lot's gonna a lot's gonna sit on the uh, conference like tournaments. I guess. Um, yeah, uh, Texas Tech is my sleeper team. For you like Texas Tech? I was I was just about to ask you. Like who who else are you liking this year? Like what else? What other teams? T Tech. T Tech is T Tech is going to be. A problem. I feel like they're playing a lot of close games though this year. They play a lot of close games. Like they never like that's dude. That division is just tough. Yeah. Like right now they're currently as we're talking tied at fifty nine with Oklahoma State with three and a half minutes to go. Oh, do you want to talk about Kate Cunningham? Yeah, give it to me. Do you like Kate Cunningham? Yeah, he was. Who? Where'd he go? Like he's he's a freshman, isn't he? Yeah. He, he went. He was. He went to school. In, he went to Montverde. Oh, the so school in Florida. Yeah, the the one that's pur- the purple and gold school that like is always really good. The one that had like D'Angelo yeah. Russell and Ben Simmons on it. Yep, he went there. Wow. Okay, yep. so that makes sense. Uh, what about Sharif Cooper? Sharif Cooper, who he's been going on. He had the whole controversy, like not eligible for some reason, uh, thing going on. But he's been playing, averaging twenty points a game eight assists four rebounds when you watch i've watched a lot of games this year um from auburn watch it just watching him you know i've been watching all my guys i used to film and he he makes the team 10 times better when he's on the court like when he's not he's on the so court, good he's the facilitator yeah when he's not on the court like the team is bad and they're really not like they're not as good as these other i mean they're 11 and 12 so they're not that good this year, but like yeah, he, I thought they were, I thought they were gonna be good. Yeah, but he obviously makes them better. But like the last, I mean, the last game they lost by twenty four points, and he still had you know twenty six. So I mean, he's just good at playing basketball. Yeah, you think he? So what about him though? You think he's staying another year at Auburn? Uh, probably not. Probably not. I feel like, do you think this next, so do you think this NBA draft like this year, because they said last year it was kind of dead, do you think this next draft is about to be like fully loaded? I think the next draft is going to be crazy. 
who do you think is going to be number one pick like right now? I don't know. Um, I don't, there's just like I feel like this like draft is very top heavy. I feel like last year's draft was like very good, like top three. Then it kind of had like a big drop. I feel like this year there's like multiple guys you could say that could be like a top three pick, like Kate Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, Evan Robley, Kaminga. The, the Ignite guys for sure. There's like three or four guys on on there that are top ten picks. The G League guys. Yeah, Kaminga yeah. and uh, Isaiah Todd and Jalen Green. Then Jared Jackson on the team, I love that. He said Jalen Green in a dirty heat today. Mm. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. It's good. Did you... It'll be a good job. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, the college, NBA draft. NBA. You've been watching NBA this year? You've been paying attention? Um, yes and no. I definitely followed the NBA, but I wouldn't say that I've been, like, locked in on it. I don't really, like, I feel like I lock into the NBA post Morse Madness. That's yeah. where I really find myself liking it. Mm-hmm. Well, what, are you, what, are, um, what are some early thoughts? LeBron's been having a hell of a season. He gets his. He's been going off. I think he's gotten better over the years, which is scary. Yeah, but right now without AD, they the Lakers seem to be struggling. Yeah, that's always second in the West. The Jazz, well, Jazz. What about uh, what about the, what about the Hawks situation? Do you think the Hawks should trade John Collins like right now? I mean, depending on who they get, I think John Collins is a pretty big part of their team. Um, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like, be excited to see them get rid of John Collins. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, well, they signed all these people in the off season, right? And they're not really even fully healthy yet. Like, we don't have a fully healthy team, so it's hard to like logistically like judge the team, in my opinion, because you haven't seen like Rondo and Chris Dunn and Gallinari and Bogdanovich and everybody play all at the same time. So, but like John, but I then I think about it, they all just got paid money. Like all those people I just listed got paid money. Clint Capella gets paid like thirty plus million dollars a year, and then. Trey Young's gonna get a super max. I just feel like there's no, no, no money left for John Collins, and somebody's gonna give him a super max. When you think like, some, oh, you think someone's not, not a super max, super max. Trey Young's contract up. Not a super max, but John Collins get a max. Uh, Trey's next year, next what? year, because John's John was drafted the year before Trey, and this is John's last year. I don't know if somebody's going to give John the, the super max. Not the super max. I meant to say max. What's the max? Is that like 90-something? No, I feel like... Let's look it up. Yeah, like the max contract's like tw- yeah, like $100 million. You think Trey Young... Oh, yeah, Trey Young's definitely going to get it. Oh, yeah. Trey's going to get a super max. Like, Trey's... They're going to give him a super max deal. Atlanta just wants to be one of those teams that gives somebody that much money. They have to. They should. I think they should do it. Yeah, he's gonna be a. I mean, he's gonna be an all star for two years in a row. Really, like with it, without James Harden and Kyrie Irving and all these people loading up the fucking East guards, like he'd probably be starting again. Mm-hmm. But like, do you think the Hawks would be okay? Like, okay, l- plug John Collins out, and you're just running with like a lineup of like Trey Herder, Hunter comes back. Oh, I love Hunter. I you, think Kevin Hunter's a hooper. Yeah, I do too. I'm a big fan of 
how do you say it? Kevin Holder. H- Hoarder? Holder? I don't know, something like that. Uh, but uh, what about like Reddish and Hunter? You... I love Cam Reddish. He's a good hooper. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Hunter's really good too. I don't know, the Hawks have a young crew, young crowd. I thought they were going to do better this season, but it just happens this way sometimes, I guess. Maybe, hopefully they get somebody big. That'd be crazy if they got, like, a big name in there. I mean, to be honest, it might be best for them now to just tank this season and get a top five pick. That's not a bad I mean, That's what they say they want John Collins for, is, like, a lottery pick. Oh, uh, do they have two this year? No, they don't. I mean... I guess that would be the goal, <laughs> but I feel like it'd be, I feel like it's going to be hard for the Hawks to not make the playoffs in the East. Like I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. You don't think so? No way. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. What do you? The Braves see? are about to start back up. Yep. Okay. What? Okay. Real quick though, do you do you see Nets Lakers as the championship right now? <laughs> I don't know. I think that the, the I think Doc Rivers is doing a good job with the Seventy Sixers. Oh, he is doing a good job. Joel um, Embiid's having the MVP talk. Yeah, Joel Embiid's cool. I don't know, dude. I just I just think the Nets are gonna fall apart. I hope they don't, but I think they might. I don't know. We'll see. But you think the Lakers are coming out of the West? You don't think the Clippers are gonna make a run on them, or like? No. Oh, dude, I think LeBron, like, especially LeBron. LeBron had to have, like, a go-off season. And that's what he's doing. He's going TF off. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. But you brought Did the... you see the All-Star, the All-Star games in Orlando this year for the, for the MLB and NBA? Yeah. I know the, the – the, so for the NBA, like, who knows what – you know, there's probably nothing you can do. But, like, the MLB, the battery, where, you know, it's going to be popping, Chase. I'm gonna be pulling up to the, but you you'll be at the battery, obviously. But the battery gonna be popping this year. The battery? The, yeah, for the MLB All Star game. It's gonna be popping. Are they gonna let fans at the games? Dude, I'm pretty somebody told me or uh one of the guys who's the uh the bucket or whatever for the Braves, like the mascot, the tool race, he was telling me um he was telling me that there's gonna be like seventy five percent fans. They'll be hype. Seventy-five percent. That's super hype. Imagine going to like the home run derby. Oh, dude! The home run, I've always wanted to go to a home run derby. The home run derby, and then like the NBA, but the NBA is doing it where aren't they doing it like the three-point contest is before the game, and then the the dunk contest is mid-game, like halftime. What is that? Is that that's probably coming up? Yeah, no, it's March. Seventh, so like two weeks from now. Well, that's soon. Do they still do East West, or or do they still do like teams? Not, I think they took they still, draft. Yeah, they still do the draft. So now LeBron, LeBron versus KD. Hmm. That'll be interesting. LeBron, AD's AD's not a starter. LeBron's gonna. Who would you think LeBron would draft with his first pick? Oh, I don't know. You guys have to see. Maybe Giannis. Oh yeah, it's just Kevin Durant and LeBron. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Giannis. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Does LeBron have the first pick? Yeah, 
Or like, what if he goes out of the blue and he's like Kyrie? Be crazy. 